Jordan. Thanks so much for calling in to Outside the Box. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm right now today. I'm talking with Jordan Peterson. He's a recruiter with Google. Is that right? That's correct. I am. But he is going to give his own opinions separate from Google about the job. Yeah, it's not sponsored by Google, uh, unfortunately. But uh, you know, I think that I've still got a couple of good tips uh, for for people that are looking for jobs. So hopefully, good. Good. Hopefully, people will still be able to get something out of this. Good. Because the whole reason I started it is because I started thinking about the millions of people out of work and they are looking for jobs remotely or maybe they're thinking, hey, maybe it's the time I pivot and start something new. So I'm sure you can offer some advice on some level. Um, So let's talk about your experience as a recruiter. Uh, First, how long you've been doing that? Yeah, I've been recruiting for almost four years now, actually. Um, both in tech and non-tech. Uh, these days, my world is entirely tech, but I've done some sales and recruiting for recruiters in the past as well. Um, yeah. And are you noticing certain markets are busier than others as far as jobs go? Like, what is hot right now as far as getting jobs? That's a good question. I think software engineering is definitely super hot. I mean, software engineering has always been hot. Um, in terms of the job market. Um, I think that there's, you know, outside of that, you know, certainly nurses and doctors are experiencing a pretty significant increase. Mm -hmm. Um, And then networking, actually, uh, which is the area that uh, that I recruit for. So technical infrastructures, data center people, uh, or people that work in data centers, I should say, Um, you know, just with increased working from home and Zoom meetings, you know, all of that places an increased burden. Uh, on the conferencing services. How would you suggest people go about looking for work? Like for instance, I've been on LinkedIn a lot. I noticed there's a lot of conversations, great conversations, advice for people, but sometimes I'm sure it feels like it's a black hole kind of submitting your resume and nothing happens. Yeah, so that's a really, really great question. And I actually did, not to detract from your show no. at all, Yeah, we did a, a one hour long webinar on this uh, via Twitch earlier this week. Um, because your point, it can very much feel like you're submitting resumes into black holes. Um, And so uh, for me, the answer has always been networking. Um, Now, when I say networking, I'll kind of give you like a once over and if you've got follow-up questions, I don't know how deep you want me to go. But um, networking to me is about building relationships with people and, um, and then using those relationships to either you know, formulate new sales plans or finding roles, recruiting people. Um, and when I say using people, it's not, you know, I don't want that to have a negative connotation. Of course, yeah. Right? Um, I think that so many people do, but um, I think that there's a lot of ways that you can network both online and, and in person. Uh, many of us are sheltering from home right now, but um, there are still ways to do networking events. Um, in a very targeted way that I think will really help people cut through some of that, um, some of that fog, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can happy to elaborate on that if you'd like me to. Where is where can people watch this? Um, is it a webinar? You said. Yeah, I can send you a link. Um, it's just a, currently sitting in my Google Drive folder. Okay. Um, and uh, so I streamed it over Twitch. We had about six hundred people signed up. Great. Um, I think 104 people came from 11 different countries. Um, and so, um, 
yeah, it was a great time. And, um, you know, my story of getting into Google um, is, you know, I ended up attending, and I talk about this a little bit more during the webinar, but I ended up going to a networking event uh, that I had no business being at, meaning I've never been a 4.0 student or anything like that. I ended up meeting somebody who ended up following up with me uh, and saying, hey, we think that you'd be great for this technical recruiter role. Great. Then uh, two years later, here I am. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a lot of fun, and it really, you know, I always kind of heard, um, especially growing up in the Bay Area, um, you know, that who you know is everything. Um, and I think that that was a moment for me where I realized how true that was. Yeah, I really, it is a time to network, even though people think, well, how am I going to do that as much because I'm home. But I've noticed I've made a lot of contacts uh, online. I mean, everybody's on their computer. I think more, yeah. you know, networking, LinkedIn, whatever. Besides LinkedIn, what are some other places to network? Yeah, so as far as online networking, uh, there's meetup.com, mm -hmm. uh, which is traditionally used for social meetups. Um, you know, but there are, there's a category that you can check into there that is related to business or technology. Um, or even like book clubs. I mean, all of those are great places to network with people. And they're still having meetings over Zoom where you can break out into private rooms mm -hmm. um, and build networks uh, like that. And um, actually, and I hope that you don't mind that I'm going to go off on a bit of a no, go ahead. tangent here for just a second. Unless but, you're going to talk about baking. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to talk about baking. <laughs> Although, um, great British, British baking show has definitely been a staple of my Oh, really? Quarantine. Oh, I love it. What, what is it? Yeah. Which one? The Great British, excuse me, the Great British Bake Off. I uh, heard on, about this, yeah. Uh, it's so funny, and the accents and the hats. Mm -hmm. and just love it. Where um, are you, by the way? But, T tell, uh, I'm in Austin, Texas. Oh, you are, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm in Austin, Texas. I moved out here from the Bay Area in October, so mm -hmm. just in time for a global shutdown. No, oh, brother. Um, yeah, right. Um, but with networking, especially in in-person networking events, um, but also, excuse me, I'll turn this off. Um, sorry mm -hmm. about that. It's okay. Um, there's really two different types of networking events. And I think that it's important to know what the difference between the two is. Um, and so I don't have formal names, but one of them would be what I like to call like a hotel bar type networking event. Um, that's a, it's an event um, and they can be great, but it's, it's an event where the entire purpose is networking. So it's, you, show up, you show up at a hotel bar, you have a drink or two, and you mm -hmm. meet some people. That's fine, but I don't like that as much. Yes. Um, I much prefer networking events where it's some sort of a conference, it's some sort of a meetup around um, purpose. You know, a user group. And mm -hmm. uh, for a couple of reasons, right? Uh, one, not only will your networking be more targeted, uh, you never know who you're going to meet at a hotel bar meetup type group. Mm -hmm. Um, and also I think that more than anything, it gives people a common experience, um, to, to go off of. Um, so rather than, I mean, I guess you could use the common experience of both showing up at this hotel at this networking event, but if I'm going up and I'm trying to meet people, it's much easier for me to go up to somebody after the keynote of an address or of I don't know, a machine learning conference and say, Hey, what did you think about? Joe's presentation, like, have you ever right. thought about using X, Y, and Z in this way? Mm -hmm. um, and it, I find that the relationships flow much more naturally that way. Yeah. 
So one is a very targeted specific with objectives for that event versus the other one's more, there's nothing real clear cut about it. Yeah. And like, just generally, like from like a social, like awkwardness standpoint, like, I mean, I'm a recruiter. I talk to people used to have to make 120 phone calls a day. Like it's it's, uh, crazy. Um, So I'm very comfortable in those scenarios, not knowing anybody, but especially for people that are maybe newer to this realm um, and newer to this actual doing networking and and doing it successfully, hopefully. Um, I think that it takes a lot of the social pressure when they know that there is that mm-hmm. shared experience. What are some things people can do to prepare for interviewing on Zoom? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Um, so putting the pets and or kids. Can you hear my dog? I know uh, I can't actually. <laughs> okay, phew, she's barking. Yeah. Um, my cat might end up making an appearance. I didn't okay. follow this for myself. That's okay. But, um, yeah, nice and casual. Um, I think that being in a relatively distraction-free zone, so you know, muting your phone uh, if you can, putting it in another room, um, you know, making sure that you're in a non-distracting background. So, you know, you don't want people to be running around in the back or have the TV on in the back and like have people like trying to watch whatever's on uh, yes. over your shoulder. Um, I think that practicing. Um, just making sure your equipment and that that program uh, is compatible, that you have Zoom installed, that you have your microphone correctly configured and set up. Mm-hmm. Um, something that if people can do to, to practice this is by signing on to a meeting from their phone and oh, from like a microphone and from their computer. Um, because the last thing you want is to experience technical difficulties when you're yes. already stressed. Um, I do think that having like a, a blank notebook next to you or a notebook mm-hmm. with notes uh, and like a printout of the job description next to you um, and maybe a little blurb about the company, it's also really, really helpful. Yes. Um, and, just, and just in terms of being ready, right? Um, yeah, and then making sure you're looking presentable uh, depending on the company that you, you're interviewing for and things like that. Um, right. Again, in my world, that's not, because of where I work, it's not really as much of a big deal, but if I'm interviewing for Goldman Sachs, then I'm going to be wearing a suit. You bet. Yeah. Do you think things are, people think they can be more relaxed now that we're on Zoom? I think that just are naturally. I mean, life is kind of happening around us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that, yeah, maybe that's an interesting question, but I think that there's less incentive for people to want to put time into their appearance. Um, and Again, where I work, that's not, it doesn't really matter, but I could see that being a much bigger problem and being seen as kind of unprofessional at some other companies. Yes. But do you, you think it's good for people to be real? Like, let's say the cat all of a sudden walks mm-hmm. across your desk right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to just make a joke and just, you know, like, I think it's important to be real, to, you know, yeah. because I think yeah. people get nervous if they're not being authentic, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, yeah, and I I agree with that. I mean, if I've had meetings with senior level hiring managers that have been at Google for 15 years and my cat has pounced on my shoulder, like, (laughs) oh, sorry about that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you got to just make a joke. Yes. Like, yeah, this is Rahadine. He's helping me interview uh, or is helping me, like, being my manager, making sure that I'm attending all of my meetings on time. Mm -hmm. And you set the cat down. I think that one thing that COVID has really brought out in a lot of humanity is that. There's a lot more understanding right now, I think, 
because you know I've been locked in my apartment for 60 days um, and people mm-hmm. understand that life kind of is happening around you right right um, yeah so it's an interesting balance but you know if something were to happen that was unexpected you just apologize make a little joke of it laugh about it and, yes. then, and you know, let it roll yeah it's not gonna make or break anything I don't think exactly um, I do a lot of talks about self-care and resilience and I feel mm-hmm. that for people looking for work, they really need to take really good care of themselves so they look rested, they are not frazzled, that they're bringing their A-game. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. I'm actually just talking to a friend of mine about that this morning. Um, they were starting a role here soon and just wondering, like, you know, what are some good tips for working remotely? Um, and for me, you know, keeping a healthy diet uh, is really, really important. Um, exercising is really, really important. If you can't exercise, you know, outside for whatever reason, you know, there's tons of videos on YouTube for home yeah. specific workouts. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't, you know, you don't need to be working out several hours a day, but at least getting the blood flowing, going out for a drive if you can, um, mm-hmm. you know, actually taking a long lunch if you can. Yes. Um, and then, you know, we so often at work will go back and forth just on ping, so like an instant message type thing. Um, I think that one thing has been that's been really really critical for me has been to get on the get on like a video call whenever possible, even if I can have a question answered by ping, just because the social interaction is really really important. Um, and if you're like me and live alone, like that can make a pretty big difference. Yes, it is because we're social creatures. And even though somebody might be an introvert, it lifts you up to have some kind of interaction. I mean, I can't imagine going days on end without even at least doing this, you know? And the other Mm -hmm. thing I I feel, and I don't know if you share this in your talks, is having some kind of outlet. I see a keyboard. I think that's a keyboard in the background. So having something outside of work, just to balance out your stress and your anxiety. Can you talk to that a little? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so definitely have a keyboard. I think that something away from a screen is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that video games can be a great outlet uh, for some people. Um, and there's certainly an element of social uh, things that get into that. But I think that something that does not remind you of work um, is really, really important. So for me, I have a lot of hobbies. Um, I've, I teach music on the side. I've been oh, great. electric guitar for a long time. And you know, I've bought a synthesizer recently and uh you know i actually play dungeons and dragons uh, every wednesday night and so with some people that i that i know which is effectively just a, an improvisational like social exercise and experiment um but uh, those are things that have helped me stay grounded in a lot of ways uh, mm-hmm. given me social contact um and you know taken me out of just the work zone um, i think that you know, Netflix is great. There's a lot of really, really great shows on Netflix and Hulu and HBO and all of that. Mm-hmm. But um, trying a new skill outside, maybe reading outside, like on a park bench if you're able to do that. Definitely. Um, going for runs, like um, just getting that nervous energy out, like I think is really, really, really important, especially right now. I mean, some people think, I've heard some people don't go out really and take walks. They're very worried. I mean, me personally, I get out every morning really early and walk because I, I kind of yeah. need that to start my day, get my mind going. You know, um, you, also, I'm making more phone calls 
instead yeah. of texting and sending emojis to people because I feel like now's the time to really connect more, you know? Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, we uh, actually turned 26 earlier this week. And so we did a Happy family birthday. Zoom call. Thank you. <laughs> um, we did a family Zoom call instead of just like a text message thing. And nice. um, did little celebrations. And I think, um, yeah, getting that face time and getting out when you can. Maybe it's early in the morning. I actually do the same thing. I'm up and out running at six o'clock in the morning most days. Um, and then I crash at three o'clock in the afternoon, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but at least getting out, you know, wear a face mask. You need to wear like gloves, sure. and, you know, and then take a, like deep clean yourself afterwards. Uh, I think that's worth it. Um, yeah. I still think that there's so much just going out, listening to the birds, watch, listening to the river by you. Mm -hmm. if you're in a place where there's water. Sure. Um, it's just so important. I think they're just, takes away from some of the, the like the high frequency like pace that we're all at right now yes and high anxiety and uncertainty yeah. and you know i one of the reasons i started the show as i said is because people are looking for work remotely and we don't know how long people will work remotely some people might not want to go back to the office if that is an option to work remotely because they're uncertain and fearful Mm -hmm. um, for people that want to switch gears, switch industries, pivot, um, do you have advice to that? I know sometimes that can be scary for people. Yeah, definitely. I think that the biggest thing is to be curious. Um, and I was talking to, to a candidate earlier today, and I'm like, what do people need? Like, what really strikes you about people? And it's the curiosity aspect. Um, there's a lot of different resources that you can, you can take, that you can do. Um, in order to change industries. I'm going to speak to tech right now. Okay. That's where I know uh, sure. I'm knowledgeable. Um, there's a company called Udacity uh, that is offering a free month or two of their nano degrees and um, take up to, I think it's up to six months. To Excuse degree. me, it's called Udacity? Yeah, U-D-A-C-I-T-Y. Okay. Um, and they offer courses in marketing. They offer courses in artificial intelligence and computer programming. For very beginners, um, Google also does uh, have several basic IT certification programs. Um, there's a website, uh, if you search Grow with Google, like Grow like a plant is growing, you'll be able to find a number of free online resources that, that Google is uh, putting out. Um, again, this isn't sponsored by Google, but I know. they're doing a lot of really, really great things. Um, there's, you know, you can look at Udemy. Um, Udemy is another great online learning platform, mm -hmm. it's U-T-E-M-Y. And um, you can learn just about anything from Reiki crystal healing to programming and how to build a website. Um, and increasingly, I think that there's a lot of folks, um, both in tech and out of tech, that are offering their resources for free. Grant Cardone, who's a, a retail, uh, he's, excuse me, he's a realtor, uh, huge business conglomerate, He's got this sales training that he's now releasing for free that was previously several thousands of dollars. Uh, That's incredible. Find the roles. So, um, yeah, you know, it's been kind of cool to see like everybody, or a lot of people come together and give away things to people that are trying, that are in these difficult right. positions uh, and trying to make a change. Sure, because people can't say, I can't afford it. Yeah. You no, know? and it, this is a perfect opportunity and such a lift to learn something. I, I actually signed up for Yale's um, 
course on Coursera with Dr. Oh, yeah. Lori Santos, The Science of Wellbeing. <laughs> it's free and it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Coursera's got a lot of really good stuff too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Good. So if people want more information about you and what you do, um, your webinars or anything, where can they find you? Yeah. So I'm very active on LinkedIn. Uh, Feel free to send me a connection request. Um, It's just the straight LinkedIn URL. And then my custom URL was my last name and then my first name. So it's uh, P-E-T-E-R-S-E-N, and then J-O-R-D-A-N. Um, feel free to shoot me a connection request. Um, I'd love it if you do do that. Uh, just like add a little blurb about how you heard about me, um, whether that be on your show or what have you. Uh, just so that it's a little bit less random. And that's, that is, okay, so quickly, that is something that um, I think is really, really important. Um, you know, look, if you're going to connect with somebody on LinkedIn, um, tell them why you're connected. Um, and do your research on why, on that person. Yes. Um, I mean, to go over, and I hope that I'm not, but um, one of the things that I have in my LinkedIn summary is that I don't recruit for interns or new grads. Um, but the number of people that send me in-mails, connection requests, that are saying, hey, can you help me find an internship? Uh, and, you know, paying money to send me an email uh, to ask about internships. I know. Um, it's just not you know, trying to save you some money. So, yes. um, but if you send me a connection request, saying, hey, you know, I heard about you on, on the podcast, you know, I'd, I will absolutely connect with you and uh, do what I can to help you. You know what I think? Uh, I gave this advice to somebody uh, in college. Um, and I said, if you're looking for an internship, talk to other alumni. Yeah. You're, like I went to Syracuse, so we have a huge alumni network. Talk to other alumni and network. Talk to your high school network. Yeah. Uh, talk to your teachers, your coach, whoever, you know, your friends. And that is a big pool of people right there. Yeah, right? 100%. And I think something else that I would add is extracurricular activities. I mean, I'm an Eagle Scout, so I grew up going to Boy Scouts and all of that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I've got a lot of, like, scouting family parents that are in tech in the Bay Area. And so, right. so that was a pool that, you know, I could have immediately – immediately jumped through and mm-hmm. I've met Cheryl Sandberg of C- uh, the CEO of Facebook. Oh, you did? Yeah. So nice. I grew up in Menlo Park with Facebook. And, um, yeah, she's lovely, but you know, it's people know people and, um, yes. you know, I think the, the biggest thing is not being afraid to ask for, for the help. Right. Yeah. And don't, don't be so pushy on LinkedIn and, or other places like just be real and make it brief and yeah. Yeah, and I think that rather than just coming out guns blazing, for lack of a better term, saying, hey, can you get me an internship? I think that it's much more conducive to building a relationship. Say, hey, I'm really, like I saw that you, that we went to the same high school and now you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, explaining the connection and saying, I'm actually really interested in learning about what it is you're doing. Can I take a, you know, can we do have a 15 minute phone call? Um, and then come prepared and ask specific questions um, and if that is, if they are doing something that you're interested in and saying, oh, I'm actually, you know, I'd love to be doing something similar. Like, do you happen to know of anybody that's, that's looking around yes. rather than saying, are, is your company hiring? If you phrase it like, do you know of anybody else or anybody that's looking yes. for somebody in this domain? Um, people might say, oh, actually we're looking like 
you know, I'd love to get you plugged in or, you know, let me think about that. You know, I, I know some people and I can start asking you around. It's a much more organic way of building a, a relationship sure. and a network. I think that'll really, really benefit people. One thing I didn't ask is for somebody who hears about a company and they think, mm-hmm. wow, that looks really intriguing. I don't see any jobs listed or I think that the jobs look old. Anything mm-hmm. wrong with just picking up the phone or emailing and saying, hey, are you hiring in this area? That's a good question. I think that it depends on the company. Um, I think that for larger companies, you're probably not going to be able to get through to anybody. Right. Um, but I think that for smaller companies or companies that have different branches, mm-hmm. um, that is certainly uh, certainly doable. Actually, we had a quick little story about this too. Uh, my senior year of college, I was looking for for jobs. I was convinced that I wanted to be financial uh, financial analyst, and uh, we'll see how well that turned out. But um, <laughs> I ended up seeing a phone number listed on a, a J.P. Morgan Chase app. Mm-hmm. Um, for a financial services representative. And um, I decided that I would pick up the phone and call and ask a couple of questions without have even applying, like never even applied or anything like that. Um, that talked to the great. manager for like 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. And it was a role that would involve cold calling and sales and things like that. Um, it's like, yeah, I feel like people in your generation can't really be on the phone. So it's great to hear that that's not the case. And you know, I ended up getting invited to an onsite interview the next day. Um, Great. So don't underestimate the, the, the power of cold calling. It definitely, in my experience, is not dead. Yeah. And I think the power of using your voice as opposed to just emailing. I mean, hearing somebody speak, how articulate they are, how smart they are, how driven, but not too pushy. You know, I think all that matters. And you never know. You, yeah. As you said, you might connect with the right person who might want to help you. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. And you're never going to know until you start knocking on those True. Doors. True. Well, Jordan, it's been great talking to you. Thanks so much for coming on this show, Outside the Box. Stay well, yeah. and thanks again so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I absolutely. hope that you stay healthy. You too. You too. Take care.